Paula in uh, in Heartland, Wisconsin. I'm glad you waited. Welcome to the Rush Limbaugh program. Rush, so cool to talk to you. Anyway, I'm going to get right to my point like I was instructed. Um, Rush, I had a thought um, doing some reading this morning. Um, I understand that Harry Reid and some Democratic senators are going to try to push through some filibuster uh, changes in the filibuster rules. And as I got thinking about it, I said, man, I hope I can get Rush today because I need his input on this. And I'm thinking, well, the House is now Republican, so it's really not going to matter as far as legislation goes. But I'm thinking the Senate does all the judicial and federal nominations, approves them. And I'm thinking that since Obama's agenda is really going nowhere legislatively, um, that the Democrats are looking at this as a way to load the courts with as radical judges as they can to try to keep their agenda moving forward. Well, now, you know, you are incredibly shrewd, and I mean this. You are incredibly shrewd. I just want to bring one small correction. Their desire to get rid of the filibuster in the Senate goes beyond judicial nominations. They really want to get it. It's, they, they, they've lost. Uh, the filibuster is now an obstacle. So, of course, it's outdated. It's outmoded. It's a fetish. Uh, and we have to get rid of it. Uh, we've got to get rid of this requirement that says they have to have 60 votes to get anything done. That's just antiquated. It held them back. So they're serious about it in terms of legislation. But the way this breaks down legally is quite fascinating. And a lot of people are calling Republicans hypocrites for opposing the change in filibuster rule. And the reason it's a fallacious reason, the reason Republicans are being called hypocrites is because the Republicans objected to the filibustering of judicial nominees. And all of a sudden, the Democrats want to get rid of the filibuster, and the Republicans are opposing that. And everybody says, oh, you Republicans are being hypocrites. Why, you, 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 you wanted to stop the Democrats using the filibuster on judicial nominees. There's a constitutional reason. Judicial nominees uh, cover both branches. You have the president who makes the nominations and the Senate who confirms And so the filibustering of judicial nominees is something that affects the executive branch. And that, to my layman's mind, after consultation with several legal scholars, is unconstitutional. The Senate can't pass legislation limiting the things the executive branch can do. That's why there's a separation of powers in the first place. So it is, in my mind... And there are a lot of people on our side, by the way, who are calling the Republicans hypocrites, and I think they're wrong. And I say this with a modicum of respect. I don't think the two are the same thing. The Senate can make whatever rules it wants for itself, Paula. If, if Reed wants to try to overturn the filibuster rule and get rid of 60 votes in the Senate, let him try. If he can get the votes for it, then they've got a new rule, and that's how they operate. Fine and dandy, it's up to them to make their rules. The president can't tell them what they have to do, and the, and the courts can't tell them what they have to do. But the, the Senate cannot in any way restrict what the executive does. So using the filibuster to get in the way of judicial nominations, that is what's if anything hypocritical, that is what's unconstitutional. And the Republicans were totally right to oppose that because that impacts the, as I say, the president. He has a role in the selection of nominees because he selects them. They, they, they go through the confirmation process. But it's, 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 if, if Reed wants to get rid of the filibuster, it's not automatically covering judicial nominees when he does it. That's, they're two separate things. 
Well, I understand that, and I just see it as another power play by Reed and company to try to just nullify the election results. We said of course it is. In November. Of course it is. He wants to throw it out the window. If this was so important to him, why didn't he do it two years ago? The fact is they don't. Because he to- had 60 votes two years ago until he lost Scott Brown's seat, Kennedy well, exactly. seat. Yeah, exactly my point, Rush. Exactly my point. I just, I just look at it as so disingenuous and just. You know, no, but you're right. But it's not the first time they've done things. I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, Democrats lose power. All of a sudden, certain uh, customs and laws and rules are all of a sudden outdated. I mean, look, as far as they're concerned, the whole Constitution's kaput now. The whole mm-hmm. Constitution is a. I mean, E.J. Dion Jr. in the Washington Post recently had a piece saying, essentially, that the Constitution, nothing sacred about it. It's just It was just a political document, and it was put together by virtue of political compromise. And therefore, the people who don't agree with some of the political compromises of the day when the Constitution was ratified don't have to support it. I mean, that's the new liberal thinking. It's not the law of the land. It is not everything it is. It's no more than a piece of legislation from 250 years ago. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. You have to abide by it. That's their new thinking. They're, they, they're the sorest losers. And, and, and this is why I've always said there's no common ground here. The only thing for us to do is keep winning. The only thing to do is to keep beating them. They have no interest in working with us. They have no interest in common ground or bipartisan or anything. They are pure, unadulterated, Stalinist, tyranny, tyranny type people. All they want to do is rule, not govern, and they have to be defeated every election. One little history lesson, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The reason that we have the 60 vote rule in the Senate today for cloture, meaning 60 votes to stop debate and move to voting on the bill, essentially 60 votes to pass the bill. The only reason we have that, the so-called filibuster, is because the Democrats changed the rules in 1975 when they had a big Senate majority after Watergate. And they were trying to make sure that they couldn't be stopped. Had to have 60-vote rule. That's when it started, Watergate 1975. The change was initiated by Walter F. Mondo who was soon to become a vice president for Jim Carter, who then would then get shellacked in 1984, the second term of Rinaldus Magnus. But that's when this whole 60-vote business, in, in, in the old days, by old days, I mean, the 60s, if you were going to filibuster, you damn well had to stand up and you filibuster. You had to stand up, start talking, and not stop. And they changed the rules. Filibuster can mean, God... You need 60 votes. 60 votes to stop debate. 60 votes to stop somebody from speaking who's really not speaking. But, but, and that happened in 1975. So, but, but, but again, the Senate, as well as the House, can change their... There's new rules in the House as of day. Boehner was announcing them. They've got a rules committee. The Republicans run it. They can set the rules. And the Democrats have no choice because they don't have the votes to beat them. So that's a... It's the way it's set up, and the Democrats run the Senate still, and they can set the rules they want. Now they want to get rid of 60 because they're nowhere near 60, and there aren't enough Olympia Snows and Susan Collins is in there.
to get him to 60, even if all the Democrats hold. So, of course, 60, it's not fair. The Democrats can't, they're running the House, the Senate, but they can't get anything done because this stupid 60 vote requirement that we put in ourselves back in 1975, but now they want to get rid of it since they can't get there. Uh, it is what it is. And we'll see. If I mean, they, they're going to need even Republican votes for that to get that passed.